Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by Karen Chalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. Each episode, we sit down with divorce professionals and industry experts to provide insights and frank discussions about real people, real situations, and real divorce to help your family achieve your best life post-divorce. Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by Karen Shalou, Legal Liaison, and myself, Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. On this special explainer episode, we answer the top questions about divorce, giving you clarity and confidence as you navigate the divorce process. Thank you for joining us today so we get deep into the topic of settlement agreements. What is a marital settlement agreement? How do you get one? What's included? We'll cover all that and more today. When we wrap, you'll feel confident knowing what a settlement agreement is and the importance of covering all the details. Now let's get to it. Even when you and your soon-to-be ex-partner don't have personal issues, getting over all the legal hurdles of divorce takes a lot of time and energy. If there's one thing a divorce process is famous for, it's paperwork. The number of court documents, agreements, court orders, and filings are numerous. So when you're going through a divorce process, it's important to understand what these documents are and what they mean. One common question we get is, what is a marital settlement agreement? And can't we just write up one of our own? What needs to be included? So first, let's discuss what is a settlement agreement. Well, what you call this document doesn't really matter. The purpose of a divorce settlement agreement is to memorialize any agreement reached between the divorcing or separating spouses as to child custody, child support, alimony, also referred to as spousal support or maintenance, and the division of property. For purposes of our discussion today, we're going to refer to it as a settlement agreement or just plain agreement. It's important to know, however, that a marital settlement agreement isn't the same as a separation agreement. We can talk about separation agreements in a different episode. A settlement agreement is a legally binding document between two spouses that that are getting a legal divorce. It contains all the terms the spouses have agreed on regarding division of property and support. Custody agreements are generally, but not always, a wholly separate agreement or order. Let's explore what's included in a settlement agreement. Well, regarding division of marital property, aka equitable distribution, you can expect the following matters to be addressed in the settlement agreement. Personal property, how are you dividing all of those tangible things in your home that you own, boats, cars, other things like that. Real property, your marital home, rental homes and vacation homes or any other real estate that you may own, motor vehicles, insurance policies, credit card debt, student loan debt, any other debt, business interest, if you or your spouse own a business either together as a family or with third parties, that's certainly addressed in a settlement agreement, investments and cash accounts, how any executive compensation is divided, such as stock options, RSUs, grants, et cetera. This is an area where we see so many mistakes and missed assets. Retirement accounts and bank accounts are also covered in the division of property section of the settlement agreement. For support, include the amount of alimony, the duration of alimony, and whether the payments can be modifiable or non-modifiable. So when you know what you have, what you need, and what your options are, you can feel confident that you're making smart, informed decisions. This is the benefit of the MDS financial portrait. 
This unique blueprint goes far beyond a network statement to provide this invaluable information. Now that we generally covered property that is included in the settlement agreement, let's discuss writing a settlement agreement on your own versus using an attorney. So once you've confidently made informed decisions about the division of your marital estate and your support, you have options. Using the table of considerations in your MDS financial portrait, you can write a settlement agreement on your own or you can hire an attorney to do it for you. If you opt to hire an attorney, which we personally and professionally highly recommend, it's best to have your own attorney than to employ the one that you both used for your family. For example, if you have an attorney who has executed a will for you or any other general family matters. Both divorcing spouses should also have separate attorneys to draft, review, and facilitate the signing of the eventual settlement agreement. The settlement agreement should definitely include strong enforcement provisions based on your agreement with your spouse to avoid or minimize the risk of ending up back in court to dispute any enforcement issues. Since the settlement agreement is in fact a contract, below are some provisions that you can expect your attorney to include in the agreement, such things as provisions governing conduct of the parties after the divorce is granted, mutual releases and indemnification language, very strong and specific guidelines for enforcement of the agreement upon breach, terms for future modification of the marital settlement agreement, provisions for taxes, provisions for life insurance until financial obligations have been met, provisions relating to a party filing for bankruptcy, attorney's fees provisions, and other provisions to cover the specific considerations laid out in your MDS financial portrait. This part of the settlement agreement is so important and so often these types of provisions are not covered because some attorneys don't want to rock the boat per se. But if you don't stand in this place and get these provisions included in your agreement, you're gonna have a lot of attorney's fees when someone breaches the agreement and enforcement needs to be made. Let's just talk about Karen. It makes me think of a couple of clients off the bat. So as you're talking about what needs to be included in the devil is in the details, let's talk about the RSUs and the options. And, and I can recall a client where the attorney told them, you know, we don't really need to have the document from the company to talk about the vesting schedule, their options or their RSUs. And, you know, when I requested it and explained to him, well, it really is important to know this because some of it may actually be marital or non-marital. And the attorney's response was, well, no, we're going for all of it. It's all going to be considered marital. Okay, well, the response then is, okay, great. If it's all marital, then fine. We don't need to know that. But, you know, when it came to the agreement, the agreement read that whatever was marital would be split. And, you know, we quickly said, well, wait a minute, then we need the vesting schedule. We need this, right? You know, an attorney was back on their heels because they said it was going to be 100% and it really wasn't. The, the agreement didn't read that. So we had to advise them to go back and either ask for the rewording or to get the vesting schedule. That that was a, a boy, $75,000 or more difference for her in her pocket. Absolutely. And the attorney didn't want to go back because they felt like it would blow up the agreement. So what was wife to do when this happened? And had these documents been collected at the beginning when everyone was sharing documents agreeably, what a difference this would have been. 
So now wife was in the position of, you know, her attorney saying, we're well, going to go to trial if you don't agree to this. And it's, this is just how it is. And we can't go back now versus really leaning in and saying, well, I need the schedule. I need to know what this means to me. And she felt like she didn't have the option to do that. Right. You know, same thing with a life insurance policy. You know, it says that insurance will be in here for some agreements until all financial obligations are met. Well, where's the proof of the insurance being paid? Do you know that you have an option to become the owner of that policy? You know, th this type of stuff needs to be discussed and put in their, the agreement. You don't go back later and discuss that because it's just not going to happen. And so, you know how I feel about attorneys promising to do things and they say, you know, we'll get to that later. You know, and then an agreement is forced upon you. And let me tell you, everybody's sick of it, and they all, including yourself, and you want to sign off. But that very important detail will land you back in court later, which will cost you a lot more than getting ruffling a few feathers now along the way. And at this juncture, so many times our clients are hearing one or the other. And if you've been through a divorce, you probably heard the same thing. The first response from um, the attorney would be, it's okay, you've got plenty of money. We don't have to go back and cover all these details. You're going to be fine. You've got plenty of money. You're going to hear that or you're going to hear you've spent so much money already. You do not want to pay me to go back and fight this mini battle for you. It's one or the other. And so what's a client to do when they're in that situation and all the I's haven't been dotted and the T's crossed during the uh, divorce journey? Don't wait till later. Don't allow that to happen in your divorce. And if I can add one more question here, because the marital settlement agreement is your agreement, it might pay you to go to a third attorney on your own and just have the agreement reviewed. They're not in the middle of your process. They're not sick of your case. Let them have clean, clear eyes to just read it for you and to make sure that everything is covered. It's worth a few hundred dollars that you'd have to go pay someone to do that probably. Now, a lot of couples nowadays are going to mediation, which is really a really good process to participate in. But in some states, um, mediation happens with the attorneys. Clients are in separate rooms, everyone's in separate rooms. And when that document gets drafted and you're presented that from your attorney as to what you agreed, sometimes it can be very different than what you recall. Catherine, you can speak to that but in a very recent matter we were involved with. Well, yeah, they sat there and they got your agreement. And those type of mediation cases can last for 10 hours. It's, it's grueling. I've sat there as an expert for someone before, and it's painful, and you want out of there. So you end up agreeing to things because you're feeling sometimes like, okay, if I don't agree to this, it's another hour that I'm here. And it sounds all well and good there. And you have your attorney with you in that kind of situation. So you're feeling like it's okay. But then you go back and you get the details actually in the writing. And all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't feel so good anymore. Well, you said I have to move out of this house by the end of the year. But wait a minute, what if I can't? And why do I have to? Why am I displacing myself? Or you said, or I agreed to this, you said, but what if it doesn't happen? How am I protected? You know, so that client, we had 15 questions and it wasn't questioning the process. It was asking questions to make sure that she was protected and make sure that she felt good about that agreement, even though they spent a lot of hours in the mediation process. And, you know, when she went back to present those questions to her attorney, who is supposed to be her advocate, he didn't get, he wasn't so happy about it. He was like, why are you questioning this? We just went through all this mediation, but it is your right to make sure your details are in there and that you feel protected 
and that you feel like this agreement's going to work. And I don't mean that you don't have to compromise. You do have to compromise. But as Karen always says, the devil is in the details to make, make sure you have lots of them in your agreement. That's so true. And that reminds me of a third scenario that we run across a lot. It's when a couple or an individual comes and says, our state's fairly simple. We have these things. We've just agreed on how to divide it. We just need an agreement drawn up. That's wonderful. And then we start the process of, you know, making sure the documents are collected. And I can't think of a single time when there weren't hiccups in the case. You know, you have a 401k account, you have a pension, you have a marital home. And when you consider what it takes to divide those assets, it's not what it looks like on a net worth statement. It's more complex than that. And most people don't realize that. And usually one spouse is left holding the bag with the loss, not understanding why, because they didn't take those simple steps of learning what you have, why you have it why they're interpreted the way they are and what your options are. This wraps up our explainer on what is a marital settlement agreement. And for more information on this topic, please head over to www.mydivorcesolution.com. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you're looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, you can find so many things on our website more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead. We'll see you back here for our next episode. And P.S., this video is intended for general informational purposes only and should not be construed as financial or legal advice. Are you full of fear, guilt, anger, or overwhelm at the prospect of a divorce? At My Divorce Solution, we know the complexities and pitfalls of divorce can feel insurmountable. What you need now, more than anything, is clarity and an informed view of the path ahead. That's why My Divorce Solution is offering the Divorce You course at 65% off from now until the end of this year. You won't find support like this anywhere else. Divorce You demystifies divorce, an easy, convenient, and comprehensive guide for your upcoming divorce journey. Are you ready to start 2022 with confidence and clarity? Sign up for the course on MyDivorceSolution.com today and head into 2022 with the information you need to make the best decisions for your family. Remember, the 65% off discount on MyDivorceSolution.com ends on December 31st. We're starting 2022 with a forward outlook and hope you'll be joining us. Thanks for joining us for another episode of WeChat Divorce. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you are looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, head over to our website at mydivorcesolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead. We'll see you back here for our next episode.